myth, magic, medicine, and everything in between. Two doctors talking. Hi, and welcome again to Myth, Magic, Medicine with me, Denise Billen-Mahia. And my guest today is Tatiana Resnick, who is now working as a hospitalist, but has quite a different background. So welcome, Tatiana. Tell us all about yourself, please. Thank you so much, Denise. I'm so excited to be here with you, and I'm so grateful that you invited me. So Thank first you. of all, where is that lovely accent from? <laughs> I'm originally from Uzbekistan. Okay. Uzbekistan, it's a part of former Soviet Union, but now it's an independent country. Okay. Did you come after the fall of the Union or before? Oh, oh yes. I came in 2001. Ah, okay. It had been a, a done deal for a while. Okay. And uh, you came straight to California? Yes. Yes, I came to California. And I've been almost the entire time in California, except three years of residency in Nevada. I went to University of Nevada, Reno. Oh, okay. Well, not too far. <laughs> so you're in, are you in upstate California or down? Where are you? Yeah. yeah, I'm here in Chico. Chico, California. It is north, north mm -hmm. of California, north of Sacramento, a couple of hours. <laughs> Good. All right. So... What what do you spend most of your time doing? You are a hospitalist, which most people are pretty familiar with if we're in the US. We do, however, have some people from the UK and other places. So very briefly, would you like to explain the difference between a hospitalist and a regular? You're uh, internal medicine trained originally? Yes, internal medicine trained, yes. Yeah, I'm doing a lot of things, actually. My main is my full-time job as an internal medicine hospitalist. Uh, here in California, and I'm also lifestyle medicine board certified. Mm -hmm. But in addition to this, I also owner of a life coaching business, and I coach women physicians. Do you only I, only only physicians? You don't coach uh, the general public. I I I have uh, some clients who are non physicians, and I have some men in my coaching, but majority of them, I would say like 80, 89, 85 percent are women physicians. Okay. But open to other people as well, depending like on one to one basis. Do you find that your training in coaching informs the way you treat your patients when they're being your patients and not your clients as a coach? Does it change the way you practice medicine? Yes, it definitely does. It helped me to be better at communication with patients, at understanding their view, and at helping them to understand themselves. Mm -hmm. It definitely helped me in helping people to make positive changes in their lifestyle, especially people who are struggling with diff difficult habits. Did you do yeah. the lifestyle training first and then coaching or the other way around or both together? No, no, as a way around. What happened for my entire life, really, I was interested in how humans interact and um, read so many self-development books and psychology books. Psychology was just kind of hobby, interesting for me to learn. And over the years, I noticed that people frequently tell me something like, oh, thank you for guiding me there. Oh, thank you for, you told me to do this and now my life is so much better. And it was happening over and over and over again. But I never called it by the word coach. I mm -hmm. just thought, 
just like part of what you do, but the common element in all of those areas was that people frequently commented that I helped them to change their life for the better by making some simple, relatively not very time consuming, but important changes in the way how they think and how they act. Right. So oh. eventually I discovered coaching and became certified. Yeah. And most people know those steps. They just don't bring them to, they're not front of mind and, and coaching helps them bring, bring them front of mind. That's good. Yes, That's exactly. Good. Sometimes it's so helpful to help people to understand themselves, to understand how they think, how their thoughts and their feelings affect their actions and their current circumstances and how they can change the situation by initially changing the way how they think and how they feel. I've actually on, on both the first and second, this is the second season, the, the first season also, quite a few people that I spoke to, although we often talked about different things, many, many of them have taken the training to be life coaches. Why do you think it calls to doctors so much? Why do you think it attracts them so much? I think because it's very similar to what we do in medicine. When we treat patients, it's not just prescribing medication or doing surgery. Mm -hmm. It is also human interaction. And this human interaction part and being able to help patients, to help clients, it's it's kind of similar. It's the same element of speaking and helping. And it's really appeals to physicians, I think. Mm -hmm. With the plus, added plus that they actually know medicine, which is nice and yes. helpful too. <laughs> And there is also a huge need, especially in physicians, but in everyone. There are so many people currently, uh, I read statistics, I believe it's something about 50-60% of physicians currently suffering from burnout. And there is a huge need for some help. Mm -hmm. The other thing that struck me, before we taped this, I was I, I didn't read the article because I didn't have time, but there was you know there was, there was too long to read. Um, but something about loneliness that it, it has reached epidemic proportions, I think worsened by COVID, but certainly it's been around for a long time, particularly for older people. But uh, I, I'll have to go back and read the article and see if, if it also is now being recognized in younger people. But I, I can't imagine that it was helped in any way by COVID because it isolated people for so long. The people I tend to work with who are older women for the most part, um, a lot of the concern they have is trying to be social and they'll go out with their one friend for coffee, but most of the time they're staying home, much less than they would have done at that age 10 years ago. The society has changed. Oh yes, yes, especially uh, now after COVID pandemic, yeah. so many people in it yes and it is also really impressive how sometimes very simple changes just simple understanding of your own thought pattern mm -hmm. helps make such profound results yeah just i tell my clients you make a tiny step and you keep that tiny step and you add another tiny step yeah just add additive yes, yes. Yes. Now, do you find that you always remember to practice those things yourself? I try to do my best. Yeah, yes. exactly. <laughs> Not I always think it's... possible, but I try to. Yes. Yeah. 
I currently practice in medicine full time and I still plan to continue it. But as a hospitalist, my blog, my, my work is in blogs. So I work mm -hmm. several days and I'm off several days. Yeah. So I have quite a bit of free time in between of my work blogs for other activities. And I plan, uh, currently I work uh, with my clients one, one to one. Mm -hmm. So it's very customized, very a unique approach for each person. But eventually I plan to add a course. I'm working on developing a course and I plan to add group sessions. Mm -hmm. So there are several things currently cooking and will be available soon. Good. So that's, that's it. the weeks that you're working, you're just at the hospital and you don't do any coaching, except if somebody calls you with a problem. And, and then the other weeks, you don't have to think about the hospital, which is a nice thing that hospitals get to do. The most general practitioner people don't. <laughs> but uh, that's good. That works for yeah. you. And, yeah. And I mostly work like five, five days blocks, most of my blocks. Oh, you have five on, five off? Or seven, yeah. seven. Okay. I thought seven, yep. seven was the standard. Are they 24 hour days or, or 12 hour days? Oh, no, no, it's 12 hours. Oh, okay. So yep. you need four hospitalists for one position, really, um, to have coverage. You need a morning and a night person. Large, with... large group. So uh, the duration of blocks varies. It's not always five and five, but mm -hmm. it's on average, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I have, I still have quite a bit of free time in between and mm -hmm. I also do podcast in my free time and podcast yes. is a lot of fun. Yes, it I is. I know. <laughs> yes. Do you, um, batch your work as a podcaster? Do you collect yes. all of yours and then you create it and then you put it out there? Yes, exactly. Yes. I have seasons when I record and then seasons when I release. So for example, um, when I had 10 days or 14 days off, I would schedule a lot of interviews during those days and mm -hmm. have everything prepared. And then throughout the next several months, I release them once a week. Yes. And I interview women physicians who are experts, innovators, or leaders in various fields in and outside of medicine. And on my podcast, there are two parts. They share inspiring journeys. And they also teach practical tips from the areas of expertise. That's so nice. it's really helpful, not just for inspiration, but people can learn specific practical ideas and strategies in so many fields. Right. But the it. requirement is that the person you're speaking to is a woman physician. Yes. Yes. Mine, mine I, isn't so specific. Mine is just a physician, but for the most part, it's women. <laughs> Yes, I feel that women physicians uh, really need to have this opportunity to have their voices elevated and amplified. Yes, yes, it's yes. nice to be able to work together. Yes, yes, excellent. All right, well, this is going to be rather a short episode, I think, because both of us have busy schedules. But what what else would you particularly what would you particularly like to say to the world? What, what one thing, whether they're physician or not, what do so you think is the, the most important thing that you would the say? The most important thing, I think, believe that there are options and search for those options and always ask what else, because sometimes it might seem like a situation where you are, you might feel like you are stuck and there are no any better way, mm -hmm. but 
always believe, just believe this idea that better way exists. And it's just the way how to found where it is. And when you come with this approach and try searching, there are so many things you can find. And your situation might change for much, much, much better when you just believe in this idea. Thank you. What is the name of your podcast? You said is Voices of Women Physicians? Yes, it's actual yep. name. And I also have a Facebook group with the same name. And I invite all women physicians to join us for community support and some fun. Good. All right. And when you eventually um, launch your courses, you will market those also through Facebook or will you have a separate website? I have a website. It's called joyfulsuccessliving.com. Okay. And on my website, I invite everybody to contact me through this website or through my email, joyfulsuccessliving at uh, gmail.com. Okay, I'll put all that in the show notes. Don't worry. <laughs> yes. And I also wanted to mention that uh, I am participating as one of co-authors in writing a book about lifestyle medicine. Excellent. We launched in uh, sometimes the summer. It's called How Healers Heal. And it's this amazing book. It is 33 physicians contributing their stories about lifestyle medicine. Right. How lifestyle medicine changed their life and how changing lives of their patients. It is very inspiring, gets a lot of very helpful information. And I would like to invite all the listeners to read this book. It will be written and audio both. Oh, very good. Excellent. Thank you. Thank it you so much for joining me today. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. It was my pleasure. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank you for joining us at Myth Magic Medicine. If you have found this episode useful, you can apply for free CME credit through the link provided in the transcript. If you're not a medical professional, please remember, while we're physicians, we're not your physicians. So please consult with your own healthcare professional if you think something you have heard might apply to you or a loved one. Until next time, bye-bye.